What is your next mission from God? We all have one. God has something in mind for us right where we are. Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julian Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. They've been through it, and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Based on Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, Julie shares unique stories from the lives of the saints to show how they searched for and discovered God's will for their lives. Who had one of the toughest jobs in the history of mankind? St. Joseph. He was the guardian of the mystery of God, the guardian of the mission to save mankind. And you know, Satan was after his boy. And it was St. Joseph's job to protect him. I'm going to read from Matthew. So this is after Jesus has been born. And um, this is what happens to Joseph in a dream. The angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, rise, take the child and his mother, flee to Egypt and stay there until I tell you, Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. That's from Matthew chapter two, verses 13 and 14. John Paul II, he wrote an apostolic exhortation called Custodian of the Redeemer. And he wrote about St. Joseph, demonstrating to us the really perfect placing of Joseph in this mission to save the world. Listen to this, quote, God's redemptive plan which is founded on the mystery of, of the incarnation in which Joseph of Nazareth shared. And John Paul has shared in quotes because he's emphasizing it. Joseph of Nazareth shared like no other human being except Mary, the mother of the incarnate word. He shared it with her. He was involved in the same salvific event. He was the guardian of the same love through the power of, of which the eternal father destined us to be sons through Jesus Christ, unquote. So I'm thinking about this and I realized, and hopefully you'll realize it too. St. Joseph was the guardian of the most important mission of all, the mission to save mankind. So doesn't it make sense that he should be the guardian of our mission too, because we're brought into that same mission with Christ Jesus said, go and make disciples. You know, our whole job on earth is to get ourselves and as many people to heaven, wherever we're at, in the workplace, in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our churches, our function, the reason we're here is to get to heaven and get as many people there as possible. That's the mission of Jesus. And Joseph was the guardian of of Jesus and that mission to save mankind. And he should be our guardian too. And guard our mission, whatever God asks of us. And he'll ask, he'll ask a lot of us because life ebbs and flows and there's always something that he has for us to do wherever we're at in, t- in our lives. And so a couple of saints did, well, several saints, but these two that I'm going to feature today did ask St. Joseph to be with them in their mission and to guard them in their mission. One was St. Teresa of Avila. She was a 16th century Spanish Carmelite nun. And she had this to say about St. Joseph. Well, she had a lot to say, but I'm just picking out a couple of short quotes. Here we go. Quote, 
I don't recall up to this day ever having petitioned him, St. Joseph, for anything that he failed to grant. It is an amazing thing, the great many favors God has granted me through the mediation of this blessed saint. The dangers I was freed from, both of body and soul, unquote. And then I found another quote from her that is interesting because she had a a desire to share St. Joseph with the world, to promote a devotion to him. And so she would recommend him to people. People would come to her for counseling all the time. And this is what she said to them. Quote, I only ask for the love of God, those who do not believe me, to try him. And they will see through experience the great good that comes from recommending oneself to this glorious patriarch and being devoted to him. Unquote. And one of the translations, uh, because, you know, she was Spanish, so it was translated instead of try St. Joseph, it was test St. Joseph. I've seen the translations done both ways and it's the same thing. She had so much confidence in him and what he would do for the good of a soul. Of course, we know he'll only do what's good for our soul. He's not going to, he's, he's not like a genie. You can just ask anything of, and he's going to give it to you. It has to be, of course, in line with God's will and good for your soul, but but she, she believed it so strongly, and, she, and he never failed her, that she told people, test him, try him. <laughs> Another saint that really was devoted to St. Joseph, they were like, you know, they were partners in this world for the good of others, is uh, St. Andre Bisset, Brother Andre. And he was in the early 1920s in Canada, in Montreal, and Brother Andre called himself St. Joseph's little dog because he was a little man and he was sickly, couldn't do a whole lot. He, he became a member of the Congregation of the Holy Cross, a brother, but that's all he could do. I mean, he couldn't manage a lot of the jobs, so they gave him really easier jobs. Eventually, he ended up being the doorkeeper at Notre Dame College in Montreal. That was his job through the Congregation of the Holy Cross. And when you think about it, this is the early 1900s and his fame grew from just meeting people who came. He would talk to them and he'd intercede for them. He was just the doorman. Talk to them, intercede to St. Joseph for them, tell them about St. Joseph and they'd experience healings. And then all over Canada, the United States and Europe, it just spread. And think about it. It, They didn't have the Internet, you know, cell phones, all that. It was hard for news to spread in those days and spread it did. They say that in the 27 years leading up to his death, which was in 1937, that they've estimated over 10,000 healings, bona fide, you know, investigated healings through the intercession of St. Joseph because of brother Andre. That's amazing. So he always, you know, promoted St. Joseph, ever since he was a child, he was, you know, his mother introduced him to St. Joseph and he just kept St. Joseph. So he's St. Joseph's little dog. I just think that's so sweet. He's just his little servant. It's all about St. Joseph. I'll just put in the request for you. (laughs) And he had a lot of faith. This is a personal story because when I was, this series was based on a book that I wrote, Discover Your Next Mission from God. And I had the book, what I thought done. I was just finishing it up and getting it ready to turn into the publisher So I thought I was done, but it turns out that St. Joseph did something very remarkable 
in my life or in front of me for me to see. And so then I ended up writing another chapter before I turned it in. And he's chapter 11. He's in chapter 11, inserted him. And this is what happened that changed my life. Up to that, up to that time, I didn't have a devotion to St. Joseph. You know, he doesn't say anything in the Bible and I didn't know a whole lot about him. But what happened was I knew of a family and uh, a woman, young, middle-aged, who had been a severe alcoholic to the point that she had just drank and hadn't eaten for days. And finally they were rushing her to the hospital and all her organs were cascading and shutting down. And she was dying in the hospital and they tried to test her to revive her organs to see if she would live. And she was just in a, you know, in a comatose state. Anyway, what happened to her was that they called in the family, you know, they determined that we're going to basically pull the plug and let her die. And they had called in the family to do that or were putting out those calls. So I didn't know, you know, what was my, what was my part to play in this? Was I to go to the mother and comfort her? Was I to, you know, make phone calls or go to the hospital, whatever it was. I didn't know what my part was, but I felt drawn to help in some way. And I talked to my spiritual director briefly about it. And without even hesitating, he said, your job is to pray, pray, pray. And he was very strong in this zeal that that was my job. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go pray. So I, I walked into my home office. I have a little office in my home and I walked in there and there was a book that I'd picked up a few weeks before. It was a book on St. Joseph. And I'd picked it up. It was actually a gift. I picked it up and I, I had put it in my office and I had books over the top, et cetera. And somehow I had arranged things so that now the book was on top, but it was turned face down. And there was a quote on that back cover. And it was St. Teresa of Avila's quote. And I'm going to give it to you again. I only ask that for the love of God, those who do not believe me to test St. Joseph and they will see through experience the great good that comes from recommending oneself to this glorious patriarch and being devoted to him. So I said, okay, two minutes ago, my, my spiritual director said, pray. And I walk in and I read this quote. Okay. So I went to mass and I prayed to St. Joseph. I interceded for this family and this woman on, you know, asking St. Joseph to, to do, to help her have a, a holy death, you know, cause I know she was miserable. I mean, she was an alcoholic to the extreme. She was not happy and pretty much, withdrawn from her family, you know? And, um, so I, I prayed really hard and, and recommended her to St. Joseph for a holy and happy death or a healing. You know, I said, St. Joseph, you know, I'm testing you now. Why don't you, if you want to heal her, that is awesome. Anyway, later that day, uh, there was a message on my phone and when they had, uh, taken her off of the lights, life support, she picked up the difference. And she lived. And by the end of the day, they were calling in physical therapy to help her to speak. And her recovery has been a tough one, but she is fully alive and fully present to her family. She has some organ damage, but, you know, she's happy and she's functioning and she cooks dinner for her husband. And, you know, she's all there. So 
I was pretty pleased about that. And I, I prayed to God and I said, Lord, is this, was this because of St. Joseph? And in my heart of hearts, you know, I just knew that it was. I just felt like it was definitely because of St. Joseph that he had something to prove to me. And so now, like Brother Andre and like Teresa of Avila, I promote him. I do. And since then, there have been other things that he's done that were not explainable by any any other way except his intercession. And so I'm recommending him to you. Try St. Joseph. You are not going to be disappointed. It has been such a privilege to be with you today. And I sincerely thank you for joining me. My hope and my prayer and my mission is that you were inspired towards whatever God has for you at this time in your life. On our next program, we will discuss who makes all the difference. This is Julie Andurko with your next mission from God. Pray with me. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, we love you. You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Durko, produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. To listen to this podcast, visit materdayradio.com. To find out more about Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, or if you're in need of a Catholic speaker for a parish mission, retreat, conference, or event, visit catholicfinishstrong.org. That's catholicfinishstrong.org.